Hey, Brenna. Hi, Maureen. How, how did you watch? Okay, I need to know. Did you watch the National Dog Show? No. Well, do you know who the winner is? No. Oh my gosh, the first French Bulldog to win. Winston. Wow, congratulations. He is a little, he is a little, he looks like a toasted marshmallow. And his his shower, I don't know, I think he was, he has multiple owners from what they were saying in the uh, narration. Like he's co-owned by an NFL person. Um, Weird. But okay. Well, I think like in dog breeding, it, it kind of like as horse breeding. Where yeah. Like if they're investing money, it kind of co-owners kind of make sense. Yeah. Like, but the 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 person who showed him the reaction, they like scooped him up and like gave like a pirouette with this dog that's just like <laughs> like barely aware of what's happening, and it's just oh, we're excited, we're oh. excited, I'm excited, I'm not, I'm not, I don't have to keep still right now, I'm excited. Hi, hi, man, holding me. Oh wow, this is so exciting, and like he <laughs> he just my mom was cheering, was rooting for him. So if Aww. if anything, do go watch the um uh Winston. I believe his name was Winston receiving the uh, national dog the Perino whatever the whole title is um good for him Winston uh okay okay so I'm so my I want to hear what's happening to me yeah always <laughs> so I had a um I've decided that I'm gonna fix everything on myself so I can uh you know have a better quality of life oh okay I was and- like I thought I thought we were entering into your um like uh uh, uh, vigilante era <laughs> and when you were saying fix everything <laughs> I was thinking like way more broadly but go on okay self-improvement I mm-hmm. would no I know I, I I have an appointment for a sleep study oh and I because I've never slept well I have never slept well right. ever since I was a child like you think I was always up I've never felt well rested I'm not sure I had my appointment on Wednesday and I tried to get there at 3 p.m., but there was traffic. So I got there at 3.15, and I walk, go in, and I'm like, oh, sorry, I'm late. I'm here for my appointment. And I give them my name and everything, and they're like, your appointment was at 8 a.m. <laughs> what happened? How did – because 3, 3 p.m. and 8 a.m. are two very different time blocks. Did you not get a reminder? Text? I have a. That's on them. One I did not. So yeah, that's kind of on them on that part. I because I was even looking through my phone during the day, like, oh, do I have like I just because you know I have like anxiety and like to double check right, everything yeah. I do. Um and no, they didn't. So I have an appointment. I have. Well, I was I was standing at this desk and I'm like, oh my gosh, what? You get a and confirmation I'm like, email. Right. But I I was like, she's like. <laughs> Well, okay, sorry, I lost track. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I have a different appointment on the 23rd at 3 p.m. And she's like, well, there's no worry, like, you know, there's no, like, penalty or anything. It's hard to remember things when you don't sleep well. And I'm like, yes, precisely. And who better to know that than the sleep doctors? And so she's like, do you need to, like, call anybody about this other appointment? And I look at her and go, it's on the 23rd of December. <laughs> oh, my. Okay. I guess I was about to ask about, I was like, what, did you miss another appointment? Because, okay. Oh. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. It's okay. I've, I've got it rescheduled Good. and I'm not going to forget this time. And I would um, say if they're so highly aware of, like, memory issues... I get, like, random reminders for, like, the smallest appointments with my doctors and, yeah. like, stuff. So I feel like... I get a reminder every day before my therapy appointment. Right. So, and if the issue is, like, you need to ask to opt in, like, that's not conducive. Like, just no, opt me in. I'm I'll a wreck. Opt out I don't if sleep. I don't like it. <laughs> like... I would, I would maybe, if you have the option to provide feedback, be like, hey, guys, remember... One of your wonderful staff members mentioned that, yes, we people who lack sleep do have memory issues. So, yeah, I would say maybe a gentle email or a text or. Yeah. 
Um, so I guess, you know, we'll stay tuned till mid-December to find out maybe what's wrong. Good for you. I mean, that uh, sleep issues can be a lot. <laughs> my mom has, like, my mom just got retested for, like, she doesn't have narcolepsy anymore. She has something else. Um, she She's had sleep issues. She's, like, both her and my dad have those CPAPs. Yeah. And it helped my dad. Did not help my mom. Found out. It's mm. probably because she's narcoleptic, but it's, like, maybe comorbid with her ADHD. And, like, she started doing it because she was, like, worried about falling asleep while driving. Because, um, you yeah. know, if your brain's, like, not, you know, how ADHD, narcolepsy, if you're not, like, being actively stimulated, your brain's like, we're going to go to bed now. <laughs> so, yeah, but she's, there. She, she's on a new med. She's doing great. Um, But I... That's good. I, I know how... Uh, if it is apnea, that stuff can be freaky. Like I had an uncle who like would legitimately stop breathing at night and yeah. And my girlfriend's like, I don't really notice. She's like, I don't notice you do that. And you don't really snore. Like, uh, I snore like a monster, man. You do? I don't. Yeah. I suppose you you always hit me in the middle of the night. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Not that I only know that because you tell me because it doesn't wake me up. I guess it just makes me stop you snoring. Also sleep so you found talk. it. So you're getting some sort of REM. But yeah, I imagine just not enough. like with other stuff, like it's a lot of stuff can affect sleep. So but I'm glad that you are taking <laughs> steps to better yourself. That's beautiful. Look at yeah, you getting a imagine- head start. I could be unstoppable if I got enough sleep. Just y'all watch out. I'll answer I'm emails maybe one day if I can get enough sleep. evolved Marine we're going to be getting in a couple months. It's going to be freaky. <sighs> well, have you read anything? I, I have. I've actually, um, I mentioned it a couple weeks ago, but my hold came in for making rounds with Oscar. Oh! And look how much he looks like Hobbit. Oh. I know. The cover is... Very cute. Um, so this was Oscar, um, the cat who I covered in my cat facts a couple weeks ago. I and um, the doctor who like made the uh, like first article about him that like went viral wrote a book about him, and I've uh, started reading it. Um, it's not a very long book, um, and I'm like like one fourth through it right now. It's it's like a little under two hundred page or, or a little over two hundred pages. Um, about like fifty yeah. pages in, it is. Um, I will have it linked, of course, on Goodreads, or not Goodreads, sorry, on Storygraph, which has, uh, you know, uh, content warnings. Um, but I would say, you know, since Oscar did spend most of his life at the dementia, like in a dementia ward like that, it's, yeah. it's a lot, like, you know, just be aware of yourself because it, it, it has a lot to do with death, um, and end of life care, but um, since you're getting it from the perspective of a doctor who spent his whole life in geriatrics, it's like, um, it's, it's a very, um, like honest view of everything, I would say. Like it's, there's the positive nice. and the negative. Um, and you can tell it was like, uh, he, and he makes a point in the beginning to point out that all of the patients are like, not the actual patients, of course, you know, because of privacy laws he's like a lot of these yeah. like characters are like a combination of people or like yeah maybe like a couple of different like people i've worked with but like an entirely different setting so like um i don't know how many of the characters or like how many of the like nurses and like other people are actually folks who worked at this uh this deer house <sighs> but the patients are um all like not actual patients obviously because um yeah <laughs> So, um, but yeah, it's been good. I'm probably going to hopefully finish it before next week and then I'll start reading the other books I stopped reading. <laughs> um, and, but, uh, wh- what about you, Maureen? Have you read anything? Yeah, I read, uh, She Drives Me Crazy by Kelly Quindlin, which oh, is that. a queer YA book. Um. Does it have to do with cars? It's basic. Huh? Does it have to do with cars? No. Oh, well, I was well, kind of hoping wait, for like actually, a, I don't know, like a drag know, race actually, and lesbian. <laughs> they do start. One of them does hit the other with their car. 
So they do get in a car accident, which is what kind of throws them together. So actually. Some couples have a meet cute. Other couples have a fender bender. Yes. Attempted Um, manslaughter. But it's an enemies to lovers. um, Fake dating. So she's like, pretend to date me to make my ex jealous. And after she um, hits her with her one's a cheerleader, the other is on the basketball team. This is beautiful. Uh, It's great. It's great. It was it was a delight. I I enjoyed it. I'm guessing the person who got hit by the car is the one being like fake date me because yeah. Okay, cuz it'd be a lot to be like I hate you with my car. I mean, now I need you to do this for me. Okay, well to be fair, she hit the car with her other car. So two cars oh, were hit. I thought this person, was but Yeah, okay. No. Yeah. That would have been I, funnier. I can see how it I can I can see how this would roll out and I love it already. It was great. I enjoyed it. So 10 out of 10 recommend. Well, 10 out of 10. Are you ready let's, for this? Let's, uh, uh, I, okay, I, I will preface this real quick. I'm not ready. Because if Cinderpelt dies, I do have to quit the podcast. I did say that last week. And. Well, this is the penultimate episode of this book. It's so like them to kill so. a character and then have another couple of uh, chapters. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right. I'm not ready, but let's go do badger battle. It's badger time because I'm Emberheart. <laughs> and I'm Tangle Tongue. And this is Warrior Cats. What is that? great if i knew anything about the wisconsin badgers as in the uw madison uh like if i knew any of their chants i could like chant about badgers sing a little badger song um i mean i did thank all of our lucky stars that i don't (laughs) all right so badgers it's a badger badgers are here everyone badgers there's a badger here um, so cats spring into action, warriors pour into the clearing ready to fight, and the badger looks around. Squirrel Flight is about to pounce when she hears more trampling. Um, I'm a little curious about the badger battle tactics, because um, I'm kind of just based on what Midnight, that was our friendly badger's name. Yeah. Based on what she mentioned, like they're... They're out for all of us. All four of the clans are not safe. Yeah. Um, which, probably they've been waiting for them all to split up, you know, because, but they, we didn't start having badger issues until after we split up, so. Yeah. Um, I am curious if they, like, sp- the badgers, like, split up and decided to just take on, or if they're like, we're gonna do this, like, dominoes <laughs> and get, like, one... They're going for the domino effect. Okay. Because that would I be, think, I think... I think Thunderclan's the first one they've hit, because this is the way they came from. Okay. So. Ouch. Sucks. No, no mercy. I mean, we let babies live. <sighs> so, she freezes in horror as more badgers break their way into the camp. There's more than Squirrel Flight can count. The badgers surge forward as one. So the hollow is 10. filled. It's got to be more than ten. Because oh hi, Vin. I just see his ear. It's the boy. It's the boy. I mean, maybe she can count to twenty. If she yeah, counts how high can cats count? Um, who's to say? Probably up to six. Or eight because of how many babies they usually have. They usually only have four babies. Oh, I was I was going by nipple logic. Um, it's it's the half nipple, Brenna. Yeah, but it's I the think half if, nipple rule. But I think you would have to be aware of how many nipples you have versus how many babies you have, because like then you know you. Have, I guess. But also, maybe they just don't. They like those ones stop existing if there's not a baby on there. So. Maybe they can only count up to four. (laughs) 
there's well, more they, than they four talk badgers. about the fifth clan, so they can count up to five okay, at least. <laughs> oh, they know six cats went on the journey. They can count up to six. Well, this is now rather than focusing on the actual literal plot, guys. Let's figure out based on let's figure out how cats count. How high can these cats count? Let's go back to badger battle. Okay, one sec. I gotta let this child out. I think. Um, before we get back to Badger Battle, I will, I, I forgot to mention this at the beginning of the episode, and I have to say it real quick now. Um, last episode 182, I did accidentally turn on, like, a Q&A section on Anchor when we posted it, and I asked, how would you guys think of the episode? Like, it just auto-filled that, and thank you to the people who did reply. I, that, I didn't mean to do that, but it was very, very nice of you all <laughs> to reply, and I'm... <laughs> I just, I, I, we're very good podcasters. <laughs> we know, we know exactly what we're doing. Mm-hmm. 24 Sav. Brenna just found out that I got my microphone for $4 from my church. And yes, we're doing That great. has been mentioned before in this podcast. And probably. But Brenna just figured it. Brenna just, you know, put two and two together. <laughs> Let's get murdered. All right, let's get murdered. The badgers surge forward as one, and the hollow is filled with gnashing teeth and slashing claws. Squirrelflight sees Rainwhisker get tossed into the air. Ooh. He lands and doesn't get up. Ooh. No. Squirrelflight is backed up against brambles by a badger, and she's slashing out with both paws. Go in the badgers. Ashford. Like, I... <laughs> I would be like, all right, time for tactical warfare. Cover yourself in brambles and just go nuts. <laughs> Ashford throws himself between her and the badger, knocking her off va- off balance. Squirrelflight hisses that she can take care of herself. Okay. But Ashford has already leapt on it, fastening teeth into its ear. It's a... W- uh, yeah, I mean... I, I'm sure there's enough badgers to go around, Ashford. Go get your own. But, like, also, like, <laughs> it's battle. And, like, I feel like if anyone else had, like, leaped to help her, she wouldn't be like, ugh. Stop. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Like, so, girl, I don't. Girl. It's all right. <laughs> Squirrel flight. Brambleclaw says in her ear. He needs her help. They need to get Daisy and the kits out. Who? Sorreltail, too. Who's whispering? So Brambleclaw. Why is he whispering? Well, I guess so badgers don't know their plan. I don't know. He's just like, maybe he doesn't want to startle her by like yelling in her ear. I feel like the fact that we badgers. didn't see him coming and he just like, okay, I just, I, I don't know. So Squirrel Flight follows him. Okay. Uh, they pass Spiderleg and Sootfer on opposite sides of a frustrated badger. <laughs> hitting him <laughs> on either side. The and this badger's like... Yeah, yeah, basically. They're like, which cat's, which cat's the black cat? <laughs> like, one of them has, like, a couple white patches. Wait, because it's, it's oh. Sutfer and Spider-Leg. Spider-like. I think those are both black cats, right? Or, or is um, Spider-Leg fully black? I mean, I guess Spider-Leg is, like, said to be, like, black with brown legs, which isn't really a thing. Maybe he could be brown with black legs, kind of like a, kind of like a Burmese. Um, Maybe he like has like a brown, weird pattern and it just seems know. darker near his, or lighter near his feet. And Sutfer, uh, Sutfer is uh, gray and white, I believe. Okay, well, let's just pretend that they look close enough together that it... I mean, hey, <laughs> okay. I don't think badgers have great eyesight. Do badgers have good eyesight? No, probably not. I mean, they have very little eyes, according to this book, so let's say no. <laughs> Okay, yeah, so maybe <laughs> maybe he's there the badger's just very confused. Squirrelflight waits at the nursery entrance to defend it while Brambleclaw plunged inside. Squirrelflight looks at the mass of cats fighting for their lives. And she realizes that the walls that seem to offer such good protection also trapped her clanmates now. That there's I, nowhere for them to run. I said that. So yeah, long look ago. at you. We should have. We. You should write down every great thing you say. Well, I'm now thinking about <laughs> how would they even like make escape ramps or like escape tunnels out of like probably limestone or like 
harder than dirt. Like, so, I mean, they could, they could very strategically make their dirt pile and, like, make poop ramps. Um, (laughs) I don't know. I feel like there's enough cats. How else are they going to make dirt besides making dirt? Um, There you go. They could mix in some fragrant pine or whatever to make it less absolutely terrible, but... I'm just, I'm just glad they so, don't, no one knows how to use, like, firecrackers, because that's, like, and it, when they were first talking about their base, like, all I can think of is, like, man, if one person throws one firework in there, it is over, <laughs> which is, like, up like, an upsetting thought for me to have, but also, these cats don't have firearms, so. No. Not yet. I'm excited for Series 7. <laughs> Or which one are they? Which one are we on yet? <laughs> We're on eight right now. Oh, sorry. I'm excited for series nine when I don't know <laughs> when they learn how to use guns. <laughs> when someone gets a gun, yeah. Birchpaw is trying to scramble away up the rock wall, but he falls into the waiting claws of a badger. Oh, this is horrific. He's able to save himself by squeezing into a narrow crack that the badger can't reach through. Don't worry, he's good for for now. Until that badger gets a stick. Let's hope badgers don't know how to use tools. We gotta, like... You know, that's actually... Rather than my idea of making the poop ramp, we should've... We should've... We should've gone the crack attack method. And uh, whenever, like, we think someone's coming to attack us, we have, like, a special word we yell out which is crack attack, and everyone gets into tiny little cracks in the walls, <laughs> and then they're like, wait, where is everyone? Because where did they go? You know? Cause they, we saw that happen with the um, the tribe of rushing water when they were all hidden away in the cave that one time. When everyone's like, where are yeah. the cats? Like, they'd be like, wait, this is your cave? And then all the cats came out, like, of the, you know? I, I think there's probably enough crevices. We all should, like, have our assigned crevice. Everybody has a designated crevice. I am just describing the Jinji Ito horror. uh, Like, do you know that short uh, comic by Jinji Ito where they're like, this hole is made for me and the person goes in the hole? No. Uh, Okay, it's scary. (laughs) Okay, I'll stay away then. Well, Squirrelflight doesn't know how they're going to get Sorreltail, Daisy, and her kit safely out. Find a hole in the wall. An appropriately Find a one. hole just for you. <laughs> Firestar is fighting with Dustpelt, Sandstorm, and Thornclaw. Thornclaw is thrown into the nettles. He doesn't reappear. Yes, Brenna? I, I raised my hand. Um, <laughs> I had a prediction when I was editing last episode. I just remembered. Because I remembered Firestar. Okay. So I yes. think... No matter what just is about to happen. And I'm not quite sure where we are in the nine lives count for Firestar, since there was some, there's some future, like, redoing of that a little bit. But, yeah, I think, here. here's a prediction I'm going to throw out here. I think okay. Firestar's about to lose one of his lives, and we are about to get a new deputy because of that. Oh, yeah? I think... As I am on the side of Graystripe is alive, of course. You guys know this. But I do think sure. that this battle is going to be bad enough that I think Firestar is going to lose a life. And he's going to be like, I can't. Either he or, like, Sandstorm or, like, I don't know. Someone's just going to be like, you can't do this, man. You can't keep doing this if you die and Graystripe is okay, bad. Okay, who do you think is going to say that? Give me, you get one guess. Sandstorm. Incorrect. Continue. But I'm, but I'm right, aren't I, that that's about to happen. I don't know. I'm just telling you, there is somebody who's going to tell him to get a deputy. Um, We'll see if he loses. I think he's lost two lives if we count um, the rat fight with Sky Clan. So I just, he's, he's a younger leader. Like he still has quite a few lives, but I think losing one. Yeah. I think he's going to, I think he's going to lose one here. And you think that's the wake up call he needs? I genuinely think that is. I know we've been in some pretty dire straits, but he hasn't... I think, like, experiencing death is, like, a harsh little wake-up call that, hey, even if you're BFF forever... um, I just add another F to that for some reason. <laughs> even if you're BFFL. Um, 
and maybe your BFF, BFFD is, um, you know, BF best friends for life, best friends for death, because after they die, oh. they go to Starkville. Oh. Um, yeah. Even if, like, you think he's alive, he can't do his job. So, or when he loses a life, he does go up to Star Clan. <gasps> That's Maybe. sick. I don't like that. So either Blue Star's gonna punch him and say, "Make a new deputy." Oh, you're or saying Gray Blue Star's gonna Star do Clan. that when he's dead, or Gray Stripe? If Gray Stripe's dead, Gray Stripe will do it. <laughs> Yeah, I I thought it would be someone alive, but we'll see. Let's get back. We're in the middle of a we'll battle. We'll see. We are. Um. So, uh, bah, 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 bah. Thornclaw is out for the count. Cloudtail limps up to her asking where Daisy is, and Brambleclaw appears at the entrance with her, and Barrykit is wailing in his jaws. Daisy yells that they'll kill them all. What about her kits? Welcome to Clan Life. We'll save your kids. It's Brightheart. And she follows Cloudtail to fetch the third kit. Daisy wails that they'll never get out as she watches the fight at the camp entrance. You gotta stop screaming, Queen. Like, that's (sighs) step one. Stop screaming, because that does not help us sneak at all. Well, nobody, they can barely be heard over the badger growls and cat screeching. I, I know, so. but it does, adding to the cacophony isn't help my focus. Yeah. Well, yes, they will, Squirrel Flight says. And she remembers Leafpool sneaking out of camp. She knows a way. Oh, yeah. Leafpool, that's another thing yeah. you didn't tell anyone. <laughs> that would have been good <laughs> to share. Well, it's okay, because Squirrel Flight knows now. Yeah. And Squirrel Flight's here to pick up everyone's mess. Ugh. That is, uh, I know they're twins, but Squirrel Flight's really showing her older sister genes right here, I think. Yeah, her we, older sister energy. Yeah, I think we can consider her the eldest. Even if it's just by like three minutes. <laughs> Squirrel Flight calls into the nursery for them to hurry up. Brightheart appears, but she doesn't have a kit. Hmm? Fetch Cinderpelt, she snaps. Sorreltail's kits are coming. Now. Oh! Oh, this is... This is bad. This is not the time for the joy of new life. It... This is very scary. Yeah. Um, so... Man, and there's no way she can, like, just... You know, hold those back. There's gotta go. <gasps> hold them in. <laughs> hold them in and, and I, climb well, that's up a like wall. My first, like my first thought is like, hold them in, girl. But that's like not an option. Um, no. That yeah, that will kill us all or kill you for surezies. Um. So. Oh, this is um. This is so stressful. I think I'm like going blank. I like. I can't think. That's okay, you can just sit back and enjoy this ride. I don't know how these kids are going to get out of this one. (laughs) Great Star Clan no, Squirrel Flight thinks, (laughs) scanning the the clearing desperately. What are we going to name these kits if uh, we make it inconvenient kit? Um, (laughs) Bad timing (laughs) kit. Like, I know these aren't (laughs) warrior names, but I think we can make an exception. Um... (laughs) Definitely not Badger Kit. Well, I mean, it might be a little funny. (laughs) (laughs) So she can't find Cinderpelt, but she sees Brackenfur battling furiously, trying to reach the nursery. But Dad's coming. Dad's coming. He got Um, the word. So we're going to delegate our tasks. Oh. So she sees Brackenfur battling furiously, and she launches herself at the Badger and tells Brackenfur to run. Squirrelflight lets the badger go and races back to the nursery. Sorreltail's kits are coming, she tells Brackenfur. No, she says as he's about to dive into the nursery. You need to find Cinderpelt. Brackenfur's eyes are glazed with fear, but he turns and goes towards Cinderpelt's den. 
He finds her, and they arrive as Cloudtail and Brightheart oh. appear with the remaining kits. Hey, that was that's good. That worked out. I can we um can we just sit here and appreciate all these siblings together in these these trying times? Brackenfur has got his sister, and Brightheart's there, and Brackenfur's sister is gonna help um his wife. With the birth of their children. And Th- Thornclaw's been thrown in a bush somewhere, so let's hope he's okay. <laughs> <laughs> we, like, had a mini family reunion, because Thornclaw was mentioned before all this happened. Like, oh man, why did Thornclaw make it? He's actively dead in a bush, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> he's in a bush somewhere. He is currently potpourri. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, We're hoping he's just knocked out. Maybe he's going for my bramble like method and he's covering himself quickly with brambles. Cinderpell and Brightheart have together been taking care of their brother's wife as she's pregnant. Like I just these guys are siblings, don't forget it. Those are the those are the um sisters in laws you want. They're like Yes. We can we we love you, we support you, and we know when he is wrong. Yes. But also, I mean, Brackenfur's such a good guy, though. So he's he's usually and I like that he fine. didn't even. I mean, maybe he did in the text, but I like that he was just like understood and like went to go do exactly yeah. what he was told <laughs> he to was do. Like, he's like my wife, and she's like, if you want to help your wife, get the doctor. He's like solid, solid idea. <sighs> and then, like, like punched a couple. Badgers. I can only punch things, like, and that doesn't help in a birth. Like, he's, like, trying to, like, fight, and then she comes, knocks out the enemy. He's like, stop. Your wife's giving birth. Whoa, what? Okay. Do you want a cat fact? Um, Or do we want to give birth first? I don't know. There's something uh, else. Well, uh, let's let's take a break for a cat fact. Okay. This is, like, too exciting. Too much is happening. Folks, you might have noticed, I'm floundering a bit with CAFX right now. I think no one else cares about this but me. But, like... I care. Just a little, yeah, just a little housekeeping. A little little, little bit of uh, uh, behind the scenes here. Um, I've gotten some wonderful donations. Um, thank you guys so much. Um, and I, I actually have, like, sort of my own miscellaneous list of things uh, I've, like, run across my own time. And, but... I do like to have like mini arcs slash themes with cat facts, but like that takes planning and forethought. And, and sometimes what's donated to me, like does fit into like kind of a theme or a little arc I'm growing or sometimes I don't, or sometimes like, and I, and I was like, man, I want to get back into like having like a little bit of a theme, but that just hasn't yet. The stars have not aligned. AKA. No, I mean, you can't force the theme. Right? So I just decided... Gotta be organic. <laughs> in 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 the effort to be more organic, I just decided uh, to feature um, a cat fact story that I've had in my, like, kind of miscellaneous document forever and have not yet featured. Um, so uh, bear with me as we're kind of just in our, uh, uh, our you know whatever comes era for cat facts. So for today's cat facts, we're on this struggle. Yeah. (laughs) Hit me. We are going to go to Hong Kong. Um, and we're Maureen, you and I are going to, uh, July 10th, 2012. Um, Oh, all right. We're at the scene of a crime. We are at a 24 hour convenience store. That is owned by Ko Shishing, and uh, his manager has gone missing. Oh, dear. Okay, here's the description. Ready? Yes. Uh, This manager is a seven-year-old cream and white British short hair named Sim Tung Brother Cream. Um, Or just Brother Cream. (laughs) Uh, but his full name is Sim... Brother Sim, Cream. Yeah, his full name is Sim Tung Brother Cream. Um, but he is also just known as Brother Cream. <laughs> um, I imagine it's because he oh. is pretty cream-colored. But he's missing, guys. Um, oh, no. And from what I, like, what saw... What do we do? Well, he lives in the... He lives... He's the manager at this 24-hour convenience store. And he lives in the convenience yeah. store. I 
I, yeah, so if he's not at work. Yeah, and I don't think he, like, goes outside. I don't think he's an outside cat or inside-outside cat. I yeah. think he's supposed to be in this convenience store. Um, so, Ko Shi Xing, he uh, got the news out, and soon locals picked up on it and started posting all over social media and locally being like, where is Brother Cream? Like, bring Brother Cream, Cream home. This is, like, this isn't okay. What happened <laughs> to Brother Cream? Um, and 26 long days later, Brother Cream was found. Um, <gasps> he was recovered Where? in an alleyway. Um, oh, and he, he had lost three pounds, but was otherwise healthy oh. and was returned home. So back to the convenience. Thank goodness. Um, the wiki says, uh, he was, it says he was released. 20 days later, and then also says he was returned home, or found in this alleyway 26 days, and I couldn't, like, figure out through, like, all of the English sources I found, like, what that meant. I don't know if someone (sighs) took him, and, like, rumors, like, got around that he was, like, set, like, set free, but also, like, why would he have lost weight if he was, like, catnapped? Yeah. But, so... From most of the sources I found, I believe he was, um, I, I, he was found in his alleyway 20, 26 days late, 26 days later. I don't think, I don't. That's a fun movie. Bl- yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, it's 28 days later, so we're a little short. It is, but, um, you know, maybe if it had been 26, it wouldn't have been as bad. Yeah. So, but either way, he got home, um, and this story, this, like, uh, sort of miracle was featured um, in the local uh, Hong Kong newspapers. So Brother Cream was home, and yeah. better yet, now he was famous um, because everyone <laughs> for like a month was like, "Where is this? Where is Brother Cream?" And um, it, it got him a lot of local attention, and that local attention uh, sort of built on. Um, sort of, uh, and transferred into social media attention. He became, like, he got a lot of followers on Facebook and Instagram, um, like, a huge boom in that. And through that, he started to get even more attention, and there were requests for him to be featured in advertisements. Um, and he got a couple gigs. Um, he was featured in an oh. advertisement for, uh, 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 Nikon, um, or, what is the camera? I, Nikon? Is it Nikon? Nikon. 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 Um, a local travel agency, Wing on Travel, and was part of a TV series for City Bus, a local bus company. Um, oh. He also had two book, two books published, uh, Brother Cream and East TST and Cream Chicken Soup, um, neither of which I could seem to find, so I'm going to assume they weren't translated into English. Uh, a, a tragedy. I know. Uh, uh, along with these ventures, Brother Cream also had some merch, like postcards, and was sometimes available Aww. for photo ops at the convenience store. Um, he he was highly beloved, and uh, Ko Shi Shang, his owner, would take the money from these jobs and put it into uh, the Brother Cream Foundation, which was then donated to buy pet food and supplies for volunteers. So, Aww. Um, and he became just, like, so well-known. He was featured on CNN. Um, there's a little short video. If you want to hear him uh, talk, he visited the CNN office and just was like, bah! at all the cameras. <laughs> he seems to be very uh, friendly. Um, he has a, a... He he actually has a wife um, named Mew Mew or, uh, or Sister Cream. Um, and she is a black and white Scottish fold. Uh, they're... Oh. Patterns are pretty similar. Um, and uh, he did eventually retire from his illustrious management career in uh, 2016 uh, when the store closed. Um, but he still lived at home with Ko uh, Chi Shing and sometimes made appearances at local events like a uh, book fair and just like other like small venues. Yeah. Um, he did eventually pass away at age 15 in May 2020. Um, I do believe that uh, Mew Mew is still thriving. Um, I It's kind of hard to tell from the social media that's available in English. 
um, because the uh, Koshi Shing, the owner, he seems to really love cats, and he uh, still does somewhat infrequently, still posts um, on uh, social media. Um, I couldn't find the Facebook, but I did find the Instagram, so that will be linked. Um, Excellent. And, like, just from, like, the post I was looking through, um, I do believe he has a couple other cats, but, and he still, and he still posts for, um, uh, for Brother Cream. So, uh, yeah, so he, he was all the rage. Oh, well, so glad he had, uh, he made it home safe from that adventure. I know. And, and went on to live for many more years. He was just like, listen. Yeah. I stepped out for a bit. I'm back. I'm a little lighter. I'm ready to go. And now I'm famous. <laughs> so, was it a crime? Was he kidnapped? Maybe. Catnapped, perhaps. But either way, he... Maybe he was just let out. Maybe, yeah, maybe he just, he, maybe he just darted for it, you know? I was like, oh, crap. Yeah, sometimes you see a real juicy mouse. Yeah. So... Um, but I thought that was a cute little story and I'm obsessed with his name. Um, Brother Cream is such, so good. That's a very good one. Um, and Sister Cream, it's funny because like they're, they literally look like cookies and cream. <laughs> like they're, they're different Aww. colorings. Um, and they're very cute cats. So, and they're, I will definitely, um, in the sources, I have the CNN video, which is only like a minute and a half long. Um, do check that out and, uh, do check out, uh, the Instagram, um, for, more um uh images of brother cream well thanks for that ready for more bad times well i thought you know it's like brothers and sisters and yeah, now more yeah. brothers and sisters possibly well cinder pelt says sorrel tail can't be moved if her kits are coming someone needs to stay and guard the entrance the rest can do what they need to save themselves and the kits Whoa. and brackenfur offers instantly to stay Oh, sorry. That's just, like, very intense. I know it's real. That's just, like... Oh, wow. Yeah. So, Brackenfur is gonna... Yeah, it makes sense. And Squirrel Flight says she'll be back to help him once she's seen the kits to safety. So, she'll be back. But Leafpool's secret way out is on the other side of the clearing. So she's hoping they can hide in the thick shadows at the edge of the clearing, and hopes that the badgers will be too busy with the fight to notice them. Squirrel Flight has Daisy stay close. The kits are mewling and complaining. Oh my god, this is like a Because they're like, what's happening? A badger lumbers past them, trying to dislodge Thornclaw from its back. Oh, there's Thornclaw! He's out of the bush! He's out of the bush and back on the badger. There he is. And and he's living up to his name. Being a thorn yeah, in someone's side. Is. Literally. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> they pass the hazel thicket where the elders make their den. Mouse fur is crouched, claws bared, eyes gleaming with fury. Hey, Golden flower and long tail are crouched behind her. Oh. Squirrel flight calls softly for them to come with. She knows a way to climb the walls. Mouse first shakes her head. A blind cat can't climb rocks. Longtail tells her to go. He can still claw a badger he, he if it can, comes he close. He can hold someone's tail. Well, Mousefur hisses at him. They're staying together, and that's that. Though this is very beautiful that they're, like, fighting for each yeah. other, but also, like, I feel like... Just climbing is mostly about where you put your paws. Yeah, put him, put him you on, can put feel him on, for that. Uh, on squirrel, squirrel flight's back. She will carry him. <laughs> well, squirrel flight doesn't have time to argue. She suggests that they go to high ledge. They can hide in Firestar's den. Longtail should be able to make it up there. Mousefur nods and tells Longtail to grab her tail. Squirrel flight continues to lead them past the warrior's den. A badger stumbles out, bleeding heavily. Sandstorm shoots out after it, yelling, Get out and stay out! <laughs> Go, Mom! Oh my gosh. I You think some of these badgers were like, they did not think... They shouldn't have picked the main character clan to attack first. Right. If they attacked any other should've clan... should have gone after, like, River Clan. Yeah, if they attacked any other clan, they might have been, like, slightly more victorious. 
Yeah, they might have at least made it. Like, if they had hit Wind Clan first, they probably would have made it to Thunder Clan yeah. next. And, but that would have been, like, but. ugh, it would have been, like, a whole thing. And one star's yeah. like, no, we're not coming to them from help. We're just chasing these guys. Half our clan's dead, but, like, we're winning. <laughs> well, they're over halfway around the clearing. Ash first slips out, and he asks if Squirrelflight is okay. This is super actually not the time for a chat. Yeah, well, she's showing Daisy and her kids a way out. Ash first says he'll come with. No, Squirrelflight says, go to the nursery and help Brackenfur. Like, we've got a lot of cats here. Oh, God. Squirrelflight thinks he's going to object, but then he slips past her into the darkness. A badger spots him and gives chase. There's nothing she can do to help him. She says it's not far now. A shriek of pain rises above the clamor. Squirrelflight can't see the camp entrance. More badgers must have broken through. Great Star Clan, she thinks. Is this the end? Maybe. Squirrelflight <laughs> Squirrelflight shakes the numbing horror that has gripped her away. She needs to get Daisy and the kits out. The brambles by the escape route haven't been trampled, and there's enough space for them to hide. They gaze up at the wall that loomed above them. Squirrelflight promises that it's not that difficult to climb. She has Brambleclaw give her a kit and tells him to keep any badgers that spot them busy. And she realizes how she absolutely trusts him to guard them while they retreat. Brambleclaw flicks her ear with his tail and hands off the kit. Squirrelflight launches herself up the rocks, and Barry Kit squeaks as she accidentally lets him bang against a rock. But you know, we're like we're we're running for our lives. Yeah, little time. you guys can take the mild concussions. <laughs> At the top, she places Barry Kit in the bush she had hidden when she'd waited for Leafpool. She gives him a swift, rough lick. There, little one, you're safe now. Squirrelflight checks around, but there are no badgers in this part of the forest. She calls down that it's clear and they can come up. Cloudtail is already on his way up with Hazelkit, and Brightheart is right behind him with Mousekit. Cloudtail tells Brightheart to stay with Daisy in the kits. Brightheart glares at him. He can stay then. She's going to go back to fight. He's injured. For Star Clan's sake, Squirrelflight snapped. They're all going back. Daisy will have to cope on her own. ThunderClan needs all of its warriors down there. Which, fair. Squirrelflight checks the kits once more as Daisy climbs the hollow. Daisy thanks her and tells her good luck. Squirrelflight scrambles back into the clearing. Brambleclaw is still keeping guard. Birchpaw and Ferncloud were with him. Birchpaw had survived, but was missing fur on his haunches and one eye was shut. Oop. His mother is bleeding from claw marks along her side. Ow. Brambleclaw is telling Ferncloud to take Birchpaw and climb out. Birchpaw looks dazed, but Ferncloud nudges him gently to the wall. Squirrelflight tells Ferncloud to stay close to Birchpaw. Also, that Daisy and the kits are up there, and they would be glad to have a warrior to protect them. So there we go. So we're not leaving Daisy alone. We're sending Ferncloud up. I was just like, we're about to give Daisy a crash, like the scariest crash course in warrior life. Right. But like, I was also like, it. I kind of was like, huh, funny, like scary, terrifying, absolutely awful, but funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I mean, this is Fernclaw's last uh, child from this litter, so she's not going to let anything happen to him. No. Brambleclaw says he's going to go help Firestar defend the entrance. Squirrelflight draws in a painful breath. Is Firestar still alive? Yeah, he's got Brambleclaw like reassures six her or that seven. Well, he reassures her that he saw Firestar just a few moments ago. He says the battle isn't over yet. He'll see her later. <laughs> later, babe. Like, <laughs> off into the badger battle. Yeah, it's this has been such a kind of a weird, like, relationship episode. Because she's kind of, like, just been, like, blowing off Ashfur. And then having, like, these, oh, like, moments with the Brambleclaw. But, like, Brambleclaw, I mean, she doesn't know. But Brambleclaw has still been being kind of whack recently, even without the knowledge that he's doing hell lessons at night. Yeah, he, he hasn't been very nice, but I guess he's being uh, okay at the moment. I'm afraid he's becoming he more manipulative. Be a real tool move. 
Yeah, yeah. But no, yeah, but that's well, true. He flights. hasn't been the like, like literal he hasn't been worst. An utter tool to her does he get for a like pass? the last. Does he get a pass for all of his past behavior and not apologizing? No, 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 because he's not, not at being all. terrible right now. I'm not asking you. I'm asking Squirrel Flight, Squirrel to Flight, do some inner <sighs> like. Well, Squirrel Flight's heart lurches as he disappears into the fray. Would they see each other again? Or was it too late to make everything right between them? (laughs) And she's unable to bear the thought of losing him now. She's about to follow him when she hears a cat wailing. Sootfer is badly wounded. He can't seem to use his back legs. Squirrel Flight darts out to support him. She tells him to climb. But both his back legs are broken. He says he can't. But he has to. He hauls himself up a few tail lengths before slipping back down with a shrill cry of pain. A badger appears and breaks down their bramble shelter. She lunges at Sootfer, and Squirrelflight sees the scars running along the badger's side, and her claws flex with the memory. This must be the female badger with kits they had drove out. Take her eyes. And, and to think she had felt sorry for her then. Did they really deserve this now? Sootfer snarls and lashes out with a forepaw. Squirrelflight leaps on the badger from behind to bite its leg. It flings her off and she crashes into the rocks and lays stunned for a few heartbeats. When she manages to get up, the badger is lumbering away. Sootfer is laying ominously still. Sootfer, no! Squirrelflight staggers over to him. There's a new gash in his throat. His eyes gaze sightlessly at the sky. There's no time to grieve for her clanmates now. She has to get back to the nursery. Oh, right. Squirrelflight ri- Sootfer, dead. Rip, sorry, Squirrelflight risks dashing across the middle of the clearing. I'm sorry, my last joke about you hopeless. was about your silly fur. Oh, But it could have been worse. Could have been worse. It looks hopeless. There are too many badgers for them to win. But that doesn't stop her from slashing at the eyes of a badger blocking her way. At the nursery entrance, Brackenfur is facing off with a young badger. Ashfur is fighting a couple fox lengths away with an older, larger badger. It catches Ashfur with a blow to the side of his head, throwing him to the ground. Squirrel fight. <laughs> Squirrel fight. I do accidentally write that sometimes. It's not <laughs> accurate. Yeah. Squirrel flight screeches and hurls herself at the badger's flank, knocking it off balance. She goes for the badger's exposed underbelly, and the badger growls in fury. And pain floods Squirrelflight as it claw as its claws sink into her shoulders and flip her onto her back. The badger forces her breath from her chest. She's choking on its fur as her senses spin away from her. Suddenly, the weight lifts. Ashfur is gripping its foreleg as the badger shook it. Oh, hey, dude! Squirrelflight, thank you, thanks, Ashfur. Squirrelflight yowls with fury and darts in to slash the badger's throat. And Ashfur is darting around, distracting okay. it, letting thought, Squirrelflight land another blow to its shoulder. At first I thought she was yowling at fury at Ashfur, and I was like, this is not the time. No, 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 the badger. The badger. So the badger flees towards the camp entrance. Squirrelflight shares a triumphant glance with Ashfur. She spins around to check the nursery. Brackenfur is still fighting the young badger. Before Squirrelflight or Ashfur can react, it throws Brackenfur off and thrusts into the nursery. No! Squirrelflight froze as a terrible shriek rose from the thicket. StarClan, help me! I don't want to switch perspectives. I genuinely don't give a crap what Leafpool or Crowfeather are doing. If you guys are wondering how the Crowfeather count's doing, he is negative a million right now. Um, yeah. Mainly just because, like, 
like such a dumb plan. It's like such a bad plan. It was a pretty bad plan. And, and I'm also pretty frustrated with Lee Fool for like not mentioning any of the things she should have mentioned before she left. Like, it's okay. Fine. Whatever. You want to run away and leave everyone and die out in the forest in the next winter? That's fine. That's cool. That's If that's your choice, that's how you want to live your life, totally valid. Can you, before you leave, just real quick, tell us the things that you saw that God told you about? Which one? Oh, yeah. There were multiple things. That you saw, that that gods entrusted you with, that I'm not saying this is all Leafpool's fault, but okay. To be fair, I think Leafpool just got the badger dream that everybody else had been having. Not that one. She had. Oh. She had two other very important dreams. She thought she thought okay, so she fair did. not to mention anyone. She went on a field trip yeah, to that's, hell. That's true. Didn't tell anyone. Yeah. She literally got a whole a whole an entire prophecy. She's had that for <laughs> she months. Hasn't told anybody about just in her back pocket and was like, "Oh, Star Clan hates me." When they gave her a prophecy. Uh, she keeps forgetting about it, and all of a sudden, she, there's like she's like, and it's just swimming just in sticky, like, nasty I, blood, and it's like, oh, it, I right. know. Should I do something about this? <sighs> like those are a couple things. I know she's had a lot going on, but like they've all been self-inflicted. Everything that she's had going on has been like her own BS, and like it's, <sighs> I. I feel bad because she's, like, being punished for, like, being selfish for the first time ever. But also, like, being selfish is being like, mm, I'm going to eat a couple more mice than maybe I need to eat. Not, I'm not going to tell my friends and family about the possible literal death sentence that's coming their way. Yeah. Because, like... No, yeah, she didn't get the whole, like, warning about the badgers. Valid. She did. She was told that the river's gonna run red with blood. Pretty severe. And then she did go to hell and see the dead big bad talking to two very alive yeah. cats. Yeah, that may be a concerning thing. I'm sure it won't have any further consequences. So... <sighs> This isn't all Leafpool's fault. We couldn't have... She could Even if... Hey, even if she had told them all that she'd seen, the Badger thing probably still would have happened. Uh, yeah, yeah. The Badger thing is going to happen anyway. I just think... Yeah. I'm just feeling... I, it's... I don't want to talk to them today. <laughs> I... Like, none of this is their fault. But I'm also, like, not super fond of them right now. <laughs> Either of them. That is, uh, that's fair. Because I just, I know they couldn't, neither of them could have fixed this. Because, like, even if they had, like, left right away with Midnight, no guarantee. Because, like, they, what, they slept for, like, another hour after she left? Yeah. Not, like, not yeah. great. <laughs> like, not, like, not a fan of that, guys. Um, kind of a, kind of a rude move. But, like, I don't think it would have made much difference. Probably not. Um, <sighs> yeah, sometimes, even though it's not their fault, sometimes it's hard to feel generous towards those two um, when the fallout of their actions... You know? It's like, oh, thanks. I know technically this isn't, like, something maybe we should blame on you, but also... It's like, people bro. have had affairs like this before, and it didn't lead to the... Well, it's just, like, timing, I guess. If you yeah, have it's bad a, a forbidden affair, and it just so happens to coincide with the mass destruction of one of your clans, um, whether or not that affair was related, no one's gonna give you any leniency. No. Like, <laughs> no. Like, it could have nothing to do with it, but, like, you're not going to be getting a lot of pity from anybody. <laughs> like, oh, oh yeah, you, if you had died, to give up the love of your life. Well, I had to not sleep with my boyfriend. Like, 
<laughs> oh yeah, no. <laughs> like uh so if we're about to That's s- really why Crowfeather didn't want to leave. He's like, we haven't gotten a chance to bone yet. Dude. Blomp blomp. I hope not, or because suck. They did bone and Cinderpelt's about to die. It's gonna be very demanding on a pregnant cat. <laughs> To take over, because there's no way she's leaving again, because she, like I said, uh, got, obviously, Star Clan hasn't given up on her, so someone's forgiven her. God has. I <laughs> haven't. God has to forgive you for your sins. I don't. <laughs> All right, so we want to save, uh, I think, the last two chapters, maybe, for uh, for next time. Yeah, I think I genuinely... You don't want want a little taste of what these two crazy kids are up to? Fine, give me a taste. I don't know. It's... Yeah, let's just give me a little bit of a taste so I can get that bitter taste well-coated all over my mouth. Leafpool and Crowfeather stop beside the stepping stones into ThunderClan territory. Do they not hear the Leafpool pushes her nose... (laughs) Not yet. Leafpool pushes her nose into Crowfeather's fur and tells him goodbye. She'll see him again when all this is over. Crowfeather demands, what does she mean goodbye? He's not leaving her when there are hostile badgers around. Okay, you know what I don't like about this? This is like every movie where there's like a literal war happening. And this is how annoying this trope is because it happens this often. I don't even have to pick out a specific one. (laughs) Um... A literal, like, people dying or about to die all around you. And two characters f- deem it necessary to be, like... It's goodbye. Like, <laughs> like, have a long, heartfelt goodbye. Like, no, run. The only, like, I think movies that I've seen, like, do it where it, like, <laughs> kind of works is... um I think Star Wars, when uh, Leia and Han, like, Han's, like, about to die, and they, like, have their moment, but then he literally gets killed. So there's not really, like, they don't really get, like, a very emotional, romantic goodbye, because he's literally, he doesn't die, die, but, you know, spoilers for movies in the 70s. Um, And I would also say (laughs) Pirates of the Caribbean, where two characters do get married in the middle of a battle, but, like... They are actively still battling as they're getting married, so... Yeah, so they get a pass. Like, this is a conversation I think we could have walked and talked it out. Yeah, We had, like, a three-hour hike back. (laughs) Why are we just standing here? Well, Leafpool says he needs to warn WindClan. He will, but he'll see Leafpool to her camp first. It won't take long. And Leafpool isn't going to waste time arguing. I would not let that slide if I was one star. If I was one star right now, I'd be like, cool, if I ever find out about this, you're dead. So she leads the way down the slope and into the trees. And it's a relief to be back under the trees. But that relief doesn't last long. A rank scent drifts around them. Badgers, Crowfeather growls. And Leafpool is too terrified to speak. I I wish you would. You could have screamed out, badgers, badgers coming. She is exhausted from their long trek, but she picks up the pace until she's racing through the trees. As they get closer to camp, Leafpool hears the sounds from her dream. The yowls of fighting cats and the roars of their enemies. Oh, we're already too late. The badgers had broken into camp. Oh yeah, they are way too late. When they reach the edge of the hollow, there's rustling among the ferns. Not more of them. Oh, help! Daisy and Ferncloud were under a clump of bracken. Leafpool, Ferncloud exclaimed. What? But she broke off. No, she says, don't stop. Go help the clan. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I actually don't I'll get the tea later. I don't care. Go, go hit some badgers. Yeah, you have to go do things. Also, uh, your best friend is giving birth and probably about to be killed. Leafpool and Crowfeather run down the slope that led to the entrance to camp. The thorn barrier is destroyed. Badgers filled the hollow. Leafpool catches a glimpse of her father as he rallied his clan. Follow me, he shouts. Drive them out. And he leaps at the nearest badger. Dustpelt and Brambleclaw are hard on his paws. Brambleclaw's been getting around. Like, I don't really know what the timeline is of where Brambleclaw was, but he was 
definitely bringing those well, kittens he did. up. And then he ran back. Well, yeah, no. Because remember, he's like, I'm going to go help Firestar. And Squirrel oh. was like, ah. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Uh, around the clearing, dens are torn, and Leafpool barely recognizes it. A badger is chasing Rain Whisker. Another rolls pa- past, locked in battle with Spiderleg and Sandstorm. Rain Whisker's still going. I'm too late, Leafpool thinks in dismay. Midnight is not among the badgers. Maybe they caught her when she was trying to warn the clans. Leafpool tore through the trampled barrier and into the clearing. There had to be something she could do for her clan besides dying by their side. She's about to hurl herself into battle when an eerie shriek rose above the clamor. It came from the nursery. Dun-dun-dun, we'll find out what it was later. (sighs) Someone's giving birth. Ah! Someone's getting killed. Woo! Aww. Life, death, life, death. <laughs> the, the circle of life, as they say. God, that badger, like, yep. the, the one that just scrambled into the nursery. Just no... No mercy, huh? No. No mercy. Yikes. Folks, if you don't want to show any mercy, you... <laughs> can follow us on Twitter, Instagram at WCWITCast, or you can shoot us an email at WCWITCast at gmail.com. And if you want to help out the podcast, you can share this episode with a friend and be like, hey, there is fighting. Badgers? Yeah, there's badgers. There's just like a too many badgers. Just reeks of badgers over here. Um, also, like, a little like a little bit of commentary some of which has to do with what actually is happening in the story most of it's not you know with the drill by now most of it's how how high can cats count yeah you know ask actually that's perfect ask them how they how high they think a cat can count and then make them listen to this episode and let us know if that changes their opinion (laughs) yeah and uh join us next week as we finish off Book five, Twilight. Because I'm Ember Heart. And I'm Tangle Tongue. And this has been Warrior Cats. What is that?